Hello, hello, you found us again on Boomerangs. This is Ruth. And this is Mike. We have a few topics to go over today. The first is the ceasefire between the Israelis and the Palestinians. We're going to talk about the Mississippi case that the Supreme Court has taken that would limit a woman's time to get an abortion to 15 weeks. And maybe another topic if we get to it. First, Israel and the Palestinians have a ceasefire right. that went into effect on Friday at 2 a.m. And it seems to have held. Mm-hmm. So they're doing good there. I think that world opinion has sided with the Palestinians. So Israel laying down their arms was a big deal. It was a big deal. As it happens, both sides declared victory. Okay. So Israel declared victory. So it was victory, a win-win. But in reality, the only winner was Netanyahu. Mm. because he got what he wanted out of a conflict. He got to look like a strong man, and things cooled down before it became an all-out war. Right. The ceasefire happened because the United States is not allowed to or will not negotiate with Hamas because they're a terrorist organization. Right. So Egypt was the one. I heard that Egypt was key. Yes. And I think Biden had a couple of conversations with Netanyahu. Right. So I think he can rightly claim that he had some impact on the ceasefire. So do you think that unwavering and unquestioning support of Israel by the U.S. government is starting to lessen? I think so. The expectation is that will be totally by their side no matter what is loosening up a little bit? I think so. Because right now there's so much, I don't know whether to call it sympathy mm-hmm. or just to say that there is more, more goodwill balance. toward the Palestinians. And especially right. Hamas is in Gaza, but the Gazans don't have any control over what Hamas does. Right. They're as trapped by them as they are by the Israelis and the Egyptians. Right. It's interesting. I forgot what I was going to say. But it was fascinating. Wasn't it? (laughs) Wasn't it just? (laughs) Shall I go back? Oh, I know what it was. It was that it used to be, in my mind, and I think I am representative of average American Joe in this regard, simply because I don't study the Israeli-Palestinian issue very much. So all I get is the broad strokes in the giant media. And I always thought you're either for Israel or you're for Palestinians. And my view has been mushed a little bit to where it's like, wait a minute, both have important needs and concerns and rights. Yes. And so if I'm thinking that, there must be quite a few Americans who are because they are on the same uneducated level as, <laughs> as me when it comes to the issue. You know, I'm not, I'm not a close follower of that issue. I would say that world opinion has been informed by, wait for it, what happened with George Floyd. I think that there's just been a change amongst people who look at the disadvantaged and the oppressed. Maybe so. Yeah. The status quo has shifted or been shaken at least. Yes. And Israel, while they are a democracy and we Mm -hmm. value their existence, that doesn't mean that they have the leeway to oppress a group of people who cannot vote. Right. They have no representation. Right. So they're existing in an apartheid society. Yeah. 
And yeah. I think that we will continue to stand by Israel, but mm-hmm. I think that we've been tested by the amount of firepower that they rained down on the Gazans right. and the amount of death that they incurred. Right. So we're becoming better at nuance, at taking a nuanced view that looks at different sides of the story and takes them yeah. all into effect. That's a good thing. I was listening to the Slow Burn podcast about Iraq, and they play those quotes that I'd forgotten about. These sound bites were written this way on purpose. Bush would say, you're either for us or against us. Oh. You're either for us or you're for the terrorists. Huh. You know? And I think that that kind of brainwashing probably leads to conflict more when you have a whole population of people being more or less taught to think well, it's, um, a binary it's all choice. one or the other. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, no gray areas. And I think also if there had been someone who was more moderate than Netanyahu mm-hmm. at the head of Israel, right. then there may have been a different focus. But the fact is he was extremely aggressive mm-hmm. in his actions toward the Gazans. I was reading in the paper today, they just have no rights no at agency. all. Nothing yeah. at all. Someone can come in after someone's been living for, on a plot of land for four decades right. and tell them to level it yeah. because it's ruining the view of the Israelis who are moving into the West Bank. Oh, yeah. And they want a clear view of the ocean. Oh, God. That yeah. Is bad. No, it's terrible. Not only that, but this one particular person who was profiled was told he would have to either raise it himself or the government would charge him $10,000 oh, to come in to and bulldoze it. Bulldoze it. So it's a really, really difficult situation right. there. And no voting rights, no representation. Our entire hue and cry was no taxation without representation. Right. And that that's what our government is based on. Right. Even though we moved in and did to the North, North American Americans. natives what, yeah. uh, what Israel's doing to the Palestinians in terms yeah. of just taking ownership as a divine right. You know? We did equally as bad, if not worse. Yeah. Fingers crossed, this ceasefire will last. I mean, it seems like it has Mm -hmm. the underpinnings to do that. Mm -hmm. And Netanyahu will probably be able to form a government now that he hasn't been able to do in the last two years and possibly get out of his travails with um, bribery. Well, bribery on both sides. He both bribed other people and took bribes. Right. So he's just got a pile full of troubles. Mm -hmm. And that's all I know Mm, about that. Boy. Should we talk about the Supreme Court has taken up this Mississippi case, Mm -hmm. which is capable of basically overturning Roe in that Roe was based on viability. Right. And at 15 weeks, a fetus is not viable outside the mother's womb. Right. So if they adjudicate that and say that that is law, Mm -hmm. then you're right. The Republicans won't have abortion to use as a, what is it, a whipping post, a flogging? Uh, They won't have it. Right. They won't have it anymore. I I was thinking knee jerk, but whatever. Yeah. Yeah. They'll still have immigration. To fire people up to vote against their own interests. Yes. And that could be interesting. Mm -hmm. I mean, it would be horrific for the women who are in the states where those what are called trip laws or trap laws, where they will simply stop having abortions. They will stop permitting them. Permitting yeah. abortions. Yeah. Well, and that's the other side of it is that people, will, women, will still have abortions. Women who have the means will have. Will come to California for theirs. Will come to California, or they'll pay their doctors. Oh right. It's the poor women who are really going.
going to suffer from yeah, this. Yes, it's, it's totally an economic issue. It is, it's a, it's absolutely. A, I think it's more about contempt for poor people than it is about contempt for women. Well, my view of it is that it is about controlling women. Right. And there is a medical abortion pill that women could take, and that could be outlawed too. Right. We don't know what's going to happen with that, yeah. but it probably will be outlawed. In states that choose to do that. But they don't want to offer women these options. What they want is for women to suffer for their sins of having sex. Mm-hmm. And they don't want to give women birth control so that they don't get pregnant. That's not part of the agenda. And what that means is they really just don't want women to have sex. God knows men can have Viagra, but women cannot have sex. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a Pyrrhic victory because... What does Pyrrhic mean? A Pyrrhic victory means a victory that's not really a victory. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's a victory in name only because of what it would mean for women across the country. Yeah. And I'm really worried about both the women and the children that are born that are not wanted. Mm -hmm. This speaks to my sort of conspiracy theory, which I don't even think is a theory. I think it's true that there is in the political class, in the moneyed class, there is a desire to create a permanent underclass mm-hmm. of worker bees right. who are right. oppressed yeah. and don't have options and, and don't, don't get education. And aren't exposed to demanding yes. more. That's a caste system. And I think that that's where we're going. I really do. If women are not recognized as needing to have agency over their bodies, mm-hmm. then we're going to have children that are unwanted. And those children will not be educated and will be working at Walmart all their lives. Mm-hmm. So that I think is part of the plan. Right. Yeah, that's bad news. Their view, the Republican view, is get the kid born and then treat him like shit. That's basically right. it. They care about the fetus, right? but they don't care about it after about it's born. Yeah. That's right, because yeah. otherwise they would have support for working mothers right. and single mothers right. and families that need support. Yeah. yeah. And that's coming actually through the, the package that Biden proposed and that it was mm. put through that offers support for oh, right. families with children. Right. They're There's going some kind to of tax money. credit now that wasn't there There's before. There's a tax or... credit now, but he's actually going to give money to those families. Like, so a, it's... like a COVID check, but for yeah. people with kids. And I think it'll last a year, mm-hmm. but the Democrats would like to make it permanent. Mm-hmm. Families with children under the age of six will get $300 mm-hmm. a month, and families with older children will get $250 a mm-hmm. month. Mm-hmm. So that will be enough for childcare. Mm-hmm. and food. <laughs> yeah, I do really loathe the way this country has literally, we're taught contempt for the poor. God forbid we should have even something as simple as free community college. That's such a giveaway. You don't want to give it's people something for nothing. Yes. But the fact is, as I read it, the giveaways are going to the rich. And another thing is the rich can cheat on their taxes much more fully oh, than working class yes. because their income is not recorded. It's in stocks, it's in investments, It's or maybe they own an apartment building. Huh. They don't get a wage, a check that gets reported to the government each month. Right. So they have a lot more leeway to not declare income. Plus they get tax breaks that are legal as well, just put in their lap. 
That's one issue. But then along with that is, if you are poor or even just working class, well, that's your own damn fault. Look at me. I pulled myself up by my own bootstraps. was watching the movie MLK FBI, which is really good. Oh. And there's a, a line in there with Martin Luther King, and he says it's just cruel. He says it better than I'm able to quote. But he says it's cruel to tell someone to pull themselves up by their bootstraps when they have no boots. You that's know? so true. It's just said it so well. It's so true. And that's To me, that encapsulates what's really wrong with our psyche. Yeah. It is true that most poor are not black. Mm-hmm. Most black Americans are not poor. Mm-hmm. But that perception is skewed in all of our yeah. minds. And that, uh, you know, it was unfortunate that it was a time where the inner city was the focus of programs of for poverty right and now it's not just it's rural poor right who are struggling and back to i will quote heather mcgee again because her point is we don't want minorities to have something if we are the haves oh right. we don't want the minorities to have something that they shouldn't have so we'll go without it too we'll go without health care we'll go without child care We'll go without it because we don't want those lazy people getting their hands on any kind of support. Right. Because it's their own damn fault that they're in poverty. Right. Which really probably is uh, ignoring the fact that those who feel that way are part of the ones that are considered shiftless and lazy, even if they are white. Well, think about the Trump supporters. They're often struggling themselves. Yeah. Yeah. But we we don't want those lazy black people and Hispanic right. people and, right. you know, whatever those Native Americans to get our money. Yeah. There was a survey or a study that I read about, about who participated in January 6th and that the prevailing theory was that it was white folks who feel financially strapped, yeah. who were in too much debt or can't seem to get a job or their jobs, whatever, are moving into different areas. And this study said that that's, that wasn't the driver, that there were plenty of people that had good jobs in that group, that the overriding motivating factor was a sense of losing their place in society, being outnumbered and outdone by people of different colors. Yeah, because they used to have a perch from which to view the rest of society, and they've lost that perch. Right, and that's why canceling is a hot issue for them because they feel they're being canceled. And Um, it was even in that white supremacist march in Charlottesville where they said, we will not be... Jews will not replace us. That's right. It's the fear of being replaced. Ethnically. It's so weird to me. I mean, even if they have work, they still feel apparently they'll be replaced because they won't be the majority race anymore. Here's the way it was explained to me right after Trump got elected. Mm Mm-hmm. The people who voted for Trump looked at Obama and said, oh my God, if a black man can rise to the point of being president, Mm -hmm. what does that say about us? Oh, right. And he brought in Eric Holder, who was black, Sonia Sotomayor, and was appointing a lot of minorities, Mm -hmm. not nearly as many as Joe Biden is. Mm -hmm. But the feeling was there's affirmative action. Right. So that means that minorities get to skip ahead. Right. And they have a leg up that suddenly white people don't have. Right. And that their feeling was, I'm at the back of the line now. Mm -hmm. And Trump is going to make America white again. Yeah. 
I think that was the chord. You know, when you see all of the different policies and aggrievements that are flowing out of that idea, it's hard to keep a beat on it. Mm-hmm. It's hard to just see it for what it is. But I think that it's that simple. They just don't want their whiteness and their privilege to be challenged. Well, I don't think they have an appreciation of their privilege. That's why they feel so threatened. Maybe so. They're blind. They're blind to it. They have to be blind to it. It doesn't take much to just look around and realize how being white opens doors for you in this culture. It's it's just evident. But not to everybody, I guess. Not to everybody. I just heard this little illustration in the form of a tiny joke Mm -hmm. where a couple of cousin fish are swimming along and one of the uncle fish comes out and says hey boys how's the water and one of the cousin fish turns to the other and says what's water oh yeah so we're swimming in our privilege (laughs) yeah Yeah. and we are and we're so privileged that we don't even Mm -hmm. understand how it works what else are we going to discuss oh trump and his criminal investigation oh yeah i think it would take a lot for a jury to convict a president Mm-hmm. to send him up the river. Well, I then, have a hard time yeah. imagining that. I heard that the reason they made this announcement, they don't always make an announcement saying, we're in, we're looking at criminal charges against you. It might have been Glenn Kirshner, but someone said they made that announcement perhaps because they have found something that's pretty damning and they want to prepare him and also warn him not to try to pull any fast numbers about leaving the country or anything like that. Yeah, yeah. And that they may be acting more quickly than less quickly, that they may be coming soon for him. Like the raid, what was the raid recently on? Oh, it was on Giuliani. Oh, on Giuliani. Yeah. And that came sort of out of the blue. I'm really hoping that, <laughs> that Merrick Garland's just going to do him all these amazing... I know he's not connected to that case about the criminal charges, but I'm hoping that he and other people in the judicial system uh, help us. I imagine that they will if they can. Yeah. I mean, one of the things that I'm waiting for is the whole Alan Weisselberg, his right. financial guy. Right. They're going to put the squeeze on him. Yeah. I mean, it's like the mafia. Right. They had... They were paying his kids tuition and all of this. All kinds of things. An apartment for they his son. bought a house for them or something. Yeah. yeah. And the wife, the daughter-in-law, right. is singing like a magpie. Oh, okay. So that's really where the bodies are buried. What I don't understand is why they can't just get those records. Why can't they raid Alan Weisselberg's yeah. records? Yeah. And just take those away and right. look through them. I don't know where all that stands, but we'll yeah. see. I think we're really in a waiting period because we're not even six months out of Trumpism. It's true. So much has been happening and we're returning back to normal in terms of the pandemic. Hopefully, knock wood, that some other thing doesn't go wrong. Hey, did you hear that they're starting to think that the coronavirus may have come from that lab in China after all? Wait a minute. Yes. I was looking on the Daily Mail, which is a conservative UK feed, and I saw that Dr. Fauci... So what's the deal with it? Well, Trump had said yeah, that it was a product a of the Chinese, yeah, like a biological weaponry or something. Yeah. And we all said he was crazy. And of course he is crazy, whether he's right or wrong. But the theory was that it had come from animals in that market. The um, wet market. Right. And I guess what they found recently was there were undisclosed illnesses that happened all at the same time 
that were severe res- respiratory illnesses in November of 2019 that track with the onset of the COVID virus being disseminated. So I guess the jury's out, but it may be something that came out of a Chinese lab. Track that for me because I'm not following. So there were people... People that were working in this lab. Oh, working in the lab. Yeah, I'm sorry. I didn't make that clear. There were people working in the lab who all came down with this illness at the same time in November 2019. But does that mean that there would be no connection to that market? Because it seemed like the bat theory was pretty strong. I don't know. It just means that it, there's a possibility, I think, that they're still looking at it, that it was a manufactured virus and not a naturally occurring one. Okay, now, revealed. Three Wuhan lab researchers yes. were hospitalized in November of 2019, and Dr. Fauci now says he's not convinced COVID developed naturally and calls for a full investigation into what went on in China, quote-unquote. That's it. They became sick enough in November that they sought hospital care. The disclosure of the number of researchers, the timing of their illnesses, and their hospital visits come on the eve of a meeting of the World Health Organization's decision-making body, which is expected to discuss the next phase of an investigation into COVID-19's origins. Boy, I just don't have anything more to add to that. <laughs> that stopped me in my tracks. Well, I think we're good. All right. We've yacked for 54 minutes. Okay. I can do something with that. Yay. I need new glasses. 